0: Welcome to Five Star Radio. Consider this your warning. Hi cats and kittens. I'm Mike Coughlin and this is Five Star Radio. And this is the first and I think probably only time I'll ever do anything like this. We're going to call it a five star flashback. That's clever. Where we flash all the way back to June of 2010, just moments after I'd witnessed A movie that changed my life forever and made me into the man I am today. I'm talking about Splice. Starring Adrian Brody. And his dog. What follows is an old show. It's very vulgar. But it's the single most requested thing from people of me that I've ever produced. It may be my legacy in life, not the the countless people I've helped with my amazing legal skills. No, not the incredible writing I've done that's moved people to tears. No, it is this review of Splice. And I just get happy thinking about the film. So please, please enjoy what so many have enjoyed before. (laughs) <laughs> I was a 5 star man before the internet and I'm damn sure a 5 star man now Okay, I just gotta drop the dead weight so I can shine But yeah, Splice I give you a lot of time to see it Now we can talk about Splice And I know some of you have seen it And you thanked me You thanked me because your life became better because of it So now I'm gonna talk about this fucking movie And if you haven't seen it, well you've had a chance And maybe after you hear me talk about it You'll go, I gotta see this In which case you'll be right But some of the joy and the thrill will be gone for those who don't know, the basic plot of Splice is this. Adrian Brody and this chick with big tits are some sort of, like, fucking biologists, right? They're making shit in a lab, and they, like, designed this artificial life form that was producing enzymes that fought, like, bug cancer or cured fucking disease in plants and shit, right? This little thing, it looked like... It looked like a, like a, a little amoeba, leech-looking fucking... A uh, little wormy-looking thing, Right? So then, the bitch, who, and if you've never seen this fucking movie, this woman, I hated this woman so much. I mean, I, I'm i not a mark pretty much by nature, I don't think. Like, I'm pretty sure that my general disposition is not to uh, buy into shit. I'm pretty good about not getting caught up and believing shit. I hated this woman. She was such a cunt throughout this whole fucking film, especially the first half of film. I mean, I just wanted to fucking punch her. I wanted to find the actress and punch her in the face for, like, doing a good job of making me hate this character. Just the most annoying bitch you'll ever see on films. Oh! Nice tits, though. So, uh, anyways, then they decide that they're going to make artificial life, right? It's like, oh, no, we're going to clone someone, but it's not really cloning because we're going to put, it's going to only be part human and, It turns out the part of the human is her, like, she put her own DNA in there. But there's also, like, I don't know, some animals got gills and all all this shit, right? It's fucking a a hodgepodge of shit. So they create this artificial life. Splice. They spliced it together. Da-da-da! And so, you know, I mean, all you need is fucking, you know, uh, Kenneth Branagh standing over Robert De Niro saying, It's alive! And that would have been better. So, uh, someone gets that reference. So they make this thing, and it grows real fast. And like, it's kind of, it's kind of like a humanoid look to it. And so they kind of raise this thing, like, in their lab as their child. Because, oh, yeah, the bitch didn't want to have children. She's like, I don't want kids, blah, blah, blah. I'm a modern woman. I don't want to have children. Fuck you. Your badge is good for two things. Sticking it in and shooting it out, bitch. So, uh, misogyny. Home. is five-star radio. So, uh... Yeah, she didn't want to have kids, but she makes this thing, and of course she bonds with it. So her and Adrian Brody are kind of, like, raising this thing as, like, a pet-slash-child. Like, there's, like, an awkward scene where Adrian Bodie's fucking the, the chick with the tits, and, like, the thing's looking at him or whatever. I don't know, man. This is the kind of shit that turns into Ted Bundy, right? So, uh, eventually they, take it out of the lab, because, like, they're going to get in trouble, and they take, like, their cabin. Oh, convenient deus ex machina plot device. The chick just reveals halfway through the film, Oh, yeah, I have a cabin that my crazy mother left me. Oh, yeah, this chick had a crazy mother that she hated because uh, she used to, like, abuse her. That's why she wanted kids or some fucking shit. Who knows, right? And so uh, she's got crazy genes. She passed on to crazy fucking mutant baby thing. So they're raising this baby at, the, at the, the barn of this fucking cabin they've got. Like, literally in a barn and whatever. I mean... Hey, the special effects are amazing. this thing looks awesome, right? But then the fucking movie hits peak number one. Now I want to pause for a second. I want to build the tension. I want to. I want to. I want to milk this for all it's worth because moments like this in my life are few and far between. Like I don't have a lot in my life that makes me happy. I'm an unhappy man. I'm miserable. I cry myself to sleep at night. I study 12 hours a day, and that's not a joke. I don't see women. I haven't seen daylight in in months. I'm just miserable. Even if I didn't have these distractions, I'd still be unhappy. Because I'm just blessed to be a loser. The good Lord hated me. He wanted me to suffer. So that, uh, for no reason. There's no joy coming out of it. No one's benefited by my suffering. I'm just a, a worthless piece of shit. So when I do have happiness in my life, like I say, it's few and far between. The moments are, that is. And this is one of those moments. One of several in this film. Oh yes. So, oh, flashing yellow, or flashing red turn signals. So I got to stop at this tree, like a stop sign, right? So I stop, and then you go, and then you fucking stay. because I'll kill you if you don't. No, so you don't fucking go, you piece of shit. What, what is, why is it not a surprise to me? The, everybody who owns a pickup truck is a dick. Josh, I know if you're not listening to this, but uh, he's own a pickup truck, sorry. But uh, I hate pickup trucks. I live in the fucking suburbs. There's no reason to have a pickup truck. Like, people that need pickup trucks, you know what they use? Vans. Because vans don't expose your shit to the elements. You don't need a fucking pickup truck. You gotta come to a complete stop, assholes. Anyways, um, so yes, the moment arrives. When Adrian Brody shows up at the barn and Big big Titty Chick is gone, right? She's off doing something else. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, creature has a tail with, like, a spike in it, and so, uh, I don't know, did that happen then? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the thing tries to kill the uh, big tit chick, right? And so, big tit chick straps her down to a table and cuts off part of her tail, which, yeah, awesome, right? She fucking mutilates her child, which has now become her pet. It's her pet child, right? Child pet. And so, Adrian Brody shows up, or whatever, and later on, he's, like, in the fucking barn with this thing. His, his kid basically right that he created slash pet either way child or pet what's about to happen was awesome so big tits is gone and Adrian Brody is looking at this thing and they have like a moment then they start kissing and they start making out and then like this thing pushes Adrian Brody against, against the wall and uses his tail to wrap around like the fucking wall thingy or whatever and pins him there they start it out and then Adrian Brody fucks the thing I mean, he fucked it. He stuck his dick deep inside his daughter dog thingy. He fucked it good. I mean, he helped the shit out of it. You're fucking watching this on screen, and, like, he's thrusting away. Like, what the fuck? Adrian Brody fucked his thing that he made. Like, words, I am watching this, and I am losing it. Like, I am dying with laughter. Like, I'm not kidding. For ten straight minutes, I was laughing. At one point, I literally fell out of my chair. I'm on the ground on my knees at one point on a movie theater, which is just floor, which is, you know, disgusting. I'm crying. Tears are running down my face. Like, if my mother died, I wouldn't cry this much. I am dying with laughter. People around me are looking at me, and they're laughing at my response. My brother is being a dick, he's like, no, stop laughing, you're drawing attention to yourself, which I'm just laughing harder, because I just keep thinking, he fucked his kid or dog or whatever it is, I mean, it, and it comes out of nowhere, like, this is not like an Evil Dead, the first one, or like, the tree thing, the tree rapes a chick, like, this is a movie is supposed to be serious. You know, this is like a protégé of Guillermo del Toro, the guy that did, like, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, who was going to do The Hobbit before he quit, who did Hellboy. I mean, this is supposed to be like a serious movie, right? Sci-fi where, oh, we're touching serious issues about morality and all this shit, right? And so, uh, then halfway through the film, or three-quarters of the way through the film, Adrian Brody fucks the thing. Like, of all the things that happened in this film, I never, ever saw that coming. Like, in a million years, I would not have seen Adrian Brody fucks it. As a possible outcome. But sure enough, there he is, sticking his dick deep inside. Just fucking away, man. Humping like there's no tomorrow. And I am dying. And he's humping it and humping it and humping it. And then, of course, after he, you know, does what he's got to do, he looks up, and sure enough, Big Titch is looking at him. And she has got this look on her face like, what the fuck just happened here? And he's kind of got the, uh, this isn't what it looks like expression on his face. So they go to the next scene, and like, him and a chick are back in the apartment after they, I guess they locked up the dog, child, or or whatever, and uh, it looks kind of like a human with like, it's got wings and everything also. Yeah, wings. And so uh, he says something like, I don't even know what right and wrong is anymore, which is a fantastic line, because I'm like, there's, here's like, here's your basic rule for, for the world. If you're a guy, you can stick your dick... For sure, under any culture, you can stick your dick in a vagina. Anywhere you go in the world, that's right. Most people these days are cool with you sticking your dick in a butt of some sort. Either sex. Not a problem. But pretty much, as far as I'm aware, everywhere you go, in every society of any worth, sticking your dick in anything but any living thing or dead thing that used to be alive, I'm not talking about fleshlight or something, but sticking your dick... If any living thing that is not a human being is always wrong! Like, you don't get to fuck your dog just because it looks kind of human-y, or whatever. And you never get to fuck your kid! Like, either way, fucking your pet, or your child, or your creation, is like, it's like if, if God came down, he's like, I'm gonna stick it to, stick it to uh, Eve, yeah! It's like, no! You don't get to do that! You're God! Like, there's, this, there's a reason why in the Bible you don't hear about Jesus fucking anything! Can that be weird? You can't fuck your creation. This is the rule. So he's humping, like, I don't know what's happening. And they just have, like, the greatest awkward conversation. I'm just dying still in laughter. I'm still laughing, just thinking about this. This is the greatest thing that ever happened. I mean, fuck, man. I mean, what do you do when you walk in and your, your husband, boyfriend, whatever the fuck they were, hump in something that's either your daughter? Or your pet. Also, it's partly her. It's part clone, part daughter, part pet, part... Whatever it is, he shouldn't be fucking it, right? It's like her twin clone daughter pet thingy. And he fucked it. Proof that men will fuck anything that's got remotely close to a vagina. Just fuck people. He fucked it. He fucked this thing. Then they had their awkward conversation. And, And then... Oh yes, it gets even better. (sighs) Earlier on in the movie, they had shown that the uh, little amoeba creatures that they first created, apparently they would spontaneously change sexes. Like, partly through the movie, that thing changed sexes. I, I know what you're thinking. You think you know where this is going. And you do. Oh, trust me. You know where this is going. So these things change sexes. And they become very aggressive when they do. And keep in mind, this thing has got like wings. It looks like a fucking dragon. It's got a tail. All this stuff. It looks pretty cool. It's like kind of like an original looking monster. You don't see that too often these days. But uh, and at one point, after I finally settled down from just dying from watching Adrian Brody fuck his child, I look at Brian, brother Brian, and I say, "If and I, I, no, no shit, you can ask him if you ever talk to him, and you never will." I say to him, "If this thing changes sex and rapes that chick, I will die." I will lose my shit. I will actually probably shit myself with joy because I will have no control over my body anymore. So we're watching it. And then it appears that the girl has died. You know, they go and they find her like in her water cocoon. They find her body. And so they bury it. And then like the corporation they have been funding all this. Because there's always a corporation behind everything. Because when in doubt, corporations are always evil because, you know, original ideas and writing is difficult to come by. So just blame the corporation, Right. And so, uh, not that they're not always bad, BP, but, uh, man, those fuckers are in trouble, aren't they? <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could have that case. Funny how they don't give, uh, new lawyers from shitty law schools the, uh, BP case. Like, it's always like the guys who are, like, go to, like, the Harvard and all this, were like, the top flight lawyers, so they get the British Petroleum lawsuits. Like, the lawsuit that any asshole could win, they get that one. They don't give the to me. The guys really need the freebies. No. Anyways, um, and so like the corporation, corporate dude or whatever shows up and like we buried it out back. They're like, well that's our intellectual property and it's going to, you know, they want it because they think it's going to have like the uh, disease curing effects and like, hey, you know, curing cancer is going to make a lot of money, right? And so, uh, so they go, and they find it and they go, "Oh no, it's missing. And then they discover that it's turned into a boy. It's a boy now. Oh yes, it's a boy. We're halfway toward we're halfway there. We are halfway there, people. We are T minus ten minutes to me, losing my shit. Then this boy thing dragon guy kills a corporate guy, kills Adrian Brody's brother who had shown up at one point. There's a cop in front of me, turned on his lights, and he's uh gonna go after someone, so I am just gonna slow the fuck down right now. He's not gonna pull me over though. <laughs> ah, copper! Ah! What's wrong with me? You know what's amazing? I've never done this show while drinking. And I have never done any drugs. So, uh, that'll be an experience someday. But, uh, anyway, so yeah, they killed Adrian Brody's brother. Then it stabs Adrian Brody through the heart, or whatever. Kills his father. Keep in mind that this thing had previously been fucked by Adrian Brody. So, you can also add, uh, homosexuality onto the pedophilia, incest, bestiality clone fucking or whatever else you want to go and if you think homosexuality is wrong so I mean like everything you could possibly do wrong, like now he's like pretty much made make sure that everybody in the world hates him right and so uh although it's like he fucked a homosexual hermaphrodite I, I don't even know what that I don't even know if that's wrong like if I have sex with a wo- woman and she later gets a sex change does that make me gay I don't know man I don't know how that I don't know how that works I wish I lived in a time when you couldn't change your sex. The good old days when, you know, you were born with a dick and you kept your dick. You were born with a vag, you kept your vag. If you weren't happy with it, well, fuck, you know, too bad. You don't get to be happy in life. And so, uh, the cop is pulling over the person. The cop is pulling over the person. The cop is pulling over the person. And I don't give a shit. Although if they hire me, I'll defend them. Against their speeding ticket. you 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 know, you need a lawyer to defend your speeding ticket. So, uh, anyways... The thing stabs Adrian Brody. Then it jumps in the air. And she hits it over the back of the head with a shovel, right? As it's like... It's mounted Adrian Brody. Like, MMA mount. And uh, she gets behind... Smacks it in the back of the head with a shovel. All is well, right? She's uh, taking this thing out. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Is that when that happens? I don't know. I know she hits it in the back there. the head. Anyways. Point being. Eventually. It gets on top of her. And I realize... It's gonna happen. The moment I have been praying would happen for about 15 or 20 minutes at this point, looks like it's going to come to fruition. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this thing rapes her. It fucks her. To recap, Adrian Brody fucked his wife's clone daughter pet child hybrid thingy. The thing then dies and is reborn, and transforms into a boy into a male at which point it kills its father and then gets on top and rapes its mother I swear I thought this was just going to be like a regular old horror film or whatever in a million years nobody ever saw this coming if you saw this coming you're a fucking liar and so to top it off we're not done yet as this, as this thing gets on top of her as it's mounting her, as it's very clear that he is going to rape his mother, she basically says, "What do you want?" And this thing, which she previously had communicated using Scrabble tiles and like writing stuff, it had never spoken. Spoke its only two words. What words did it speak? Did it speak? As Frankenstein says, "I never had a name." Did it say, "I want love"? Did it speak any of those things? No. The words that this thing spoke shortly before it raped its mother, those words were, what do you want? And it replies, inside you. (laughs) Inside you. Those were the big words that it spoke and then it raped its mother. And then uh, I don't know if Adrian Brody hits it over the head or somebody hits it over the head or whatever. And then they, they eventually do kill the thing, right? Maybe Adrian Brody hits it over the head at this point and then uh, the thing turns around and kills him and then she kills the child. I know she ends up killing the thing. And at this point I realize I'd watched the greatest movie of all time. But no. Oh no, my friends. My friends, my friends, my friends. Subway over there. Is there a subway around here? I'm looking for a fucking subway. I want subway tonight. Not for anything healthy they, subway has the best pizza in the world. It's fucking amazing it's outstanding. Um, so they yes folks, the movie it actually does get better. I'm not it actually gets better. I didn't think it would. I, I was unsure as to whether this movie could be any better than it is, but it did it got it actually got even better. Hold on a second. I gotta text Josh. I gotta look for something. I'm not texting while driving. By the way, I'm. I'm parked right now. Um, so yes, the movie gets it actually peaks because I thought, wow, that's the end of the movie. And then you see Big Titty Chick, and she's standing in what looks like a corporate boardroom, where she's sitting there. She's talking to the uh, French woman who ran the corporation. I don't know if this movie took place in France, or England, or America, or whatever. I always thought it looked kind of like Germany, for whatever reason. But so she's sitting there talking to this woman. And I'm sitting there going, oh no... No, no, no! This couldn't possibly be what I think it's going to be. This movie's just too good. Hold on, I don't touch them. So anyways, she's talking to the woman, and they do the slow reveal, and yes, oh yes, my friends, remember how I talked about how I have these moments in my life that make it all worth living? In addition to Adrian Brody fucking his child daughter clone dog thingy, in addition to this thing turning into a man and raping its mother, in addition to the awkward conversation that they had. The movie ends when you realize that this thing has impregnated Big Titty Chick. Oh yes, the movie ends with her pregnant from whatever this thing is. It grew balls, it grew sperm, so much so that it could actually impregnate this mother and she's coming to term term with it. And that's how we end, my friend. That is how we end. Splice. The greatest movie of all time. I have never been more happy to watch a film. I have never smiled or laughed. I thought Repo Men was pretty good, but I actually thought that was good like in an actually good way. Not like this fucking true abomination of nature on so many different levels. But, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that was Splice. And that was what made me so happy. And I'm much more happy to have talked about that for the past fucking half hour or whatever than UFC or whatever. I don't care about MMA anymore. I've gotten to the point now where all I care about is fucking watching Splice again and again and again. Although I am looking forward to Inception. I'll admit. But yeah, that's why you need to see Splice. Because it's the greatest movie ever. And that sounds like a, that seems like a good place to pause right now and end this segment. We'll do another segment later. I know we'll be talking about, probably about the future of doom shit. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what's coming next. We're doing this on the fly. It's a new experiment. It's Five Star Radio, and I'm Mike Coughlin. Groovy. So, uh, until that time comes, I remain your humble host, Mike Coughlin, for We all defend The role we play Regrettably Time's come to send You on your way We've seen it all Bonfires of trust Flash floods of pain It doesn't really matter Don't you worry It'll all work out No, it doesn't even matter, don't you worry then, what it's all about, we hope you enjoy your stay, it's good to have you with us, even if it's just for the day.